The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome in, everybody. It's All Pro Lines, the podcast. Thanks for joining us. We're glad you're here. Happy Halloween. Doing a little bit early today because of the holiday. We got our friend Glenn Grizzard going to come in here and talk to us about life and moving and football and fantasy and things. Uh, wow, it's, it's always fun to report on the NFL. Are the uh, Niners for real? Maybe. Uh, are the Seahawks for real? Are the Falcons for real? That's actually the title of an article on NFL.com right now. Um, that's inconceivable. Falcons are in first place. Why would they do that? That seems ridiculous. And yet, there they are. Tom Brady's losing. Marcus Mariota's winning. Wee. That's always fun. Uh, yeah, we got a lot to talk about. The Raiders definitely suck. And um, Texans are terrible and some other terrible teams. Uh, and there's, uh, how many great teams are there? Is it two? Is it just Eagles and Bills? And then like close third place Chiefs? I think it's something like that, right? Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And uh, for those of you who came to uh, watch on Facebook Live, you can do that every Monday at around, eh, not at around, at exactly uh, 7 p.m. Eastern. Except today, because we're early, because of uh, we got to go trick or treating. There's a tiny child in my life. We got to take her out early, uh, so that'll be fun. Jerry Oliver already in here. Boo, <laughs> Ron Milford, Bill Horner. Thanks for joining us, guys. Thanks for thanks for coming along. Um, yeah, uh, let's dive in. Let's do some jokes. Let's see. We got some uh, got some got some music we can play for that. Oh, I turned it down. Oh, we gotta play it again. Oh. oh too many. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna loop it. <laughs> then we're gonna hear it again. That's what we're gonna do. And you're gonna like it. Don't forget liking it. The two like minute it. drill. The Falcons are number one. What is this, April? What's happening? This week, the Falcons are dressing up as a playoff team. I think that's that's what's going on. The division is not good. They're the top of the bottom, which is not something that you should say too loud in rural Georgia. Uh, Falcons in first place. Not even Calvin Ridley had money on that. Speaking of unearned wins, hats off to the Falcons. <laughs> That's from my buddy Eric Schaus. That's a good joke. DJ Moore took off his helmet to celebrate the would-be winning touchdown. They got a penalty, missed the extra point. Ugh, 
it's who drew up that play? The Marx Brothers? The Falcons won because the Panthers were falconing their way to a loss. That's what happened. You could say the Panthers went dressed as the Falcons this week. The Falcons, by the way, are paying Matt Ryan a giant pile of money to not play for them this season. And the Colts are now paying Matt Ryan to not play for them too. Hey, if somebody wants to pay me to not tell jokes, give me a call. I'm available. Can we can we pay Congress not to work for a while? Wait, I think we already are. Okay. Is Giselle going to snack a new quarterback here at the trade deadline? She should pick Matt Ryan. He's plenty available to hang with her children on Sundays. Uh, if she really wants to piss off Tom, she should date a pass rusher. Actually, you know, nobody has done more Tom Brady jokes over the years. Maybe I'm the perfect rebound for Giselle, right? A couple glasses of wine. I tell her some Brady jokes, right? Come on, Giselle. His diet is so strict he can't lick his own bloody lip. These are the classics. Then we hook up, and when I climax, I yell 28 to 3, and it's like this whole cathartic thing for everyone, mostly me. Uh, if Giselle took uh, half of the team's losses, they would still suck. This team's not good. This is the year we've been predicting for seven years where Tom Brady just falls off a cliff. Is it actually happening? Is the team just terrible or does Tom get old? Is he is his life too complicated? He can't focus on football. Whatever it is, it's it's mighty enjoyable. <laughs> uh, who's Tom Brady missing more this week, Giselle or Gronk? He's, he's also usually without Julio Jones. In Julio's birth announcement, well, there's a little red Q next to his name. I'm just curious. That guy's guy hurt a lot. Tom Brady, now the most sacked quarterback of all time, which is a good time to bring back this little ditty. Brett Favre still the only quarterback to ever deliver his own sack. Huh? You know who loves sacks the most? Andy Dick. Uh... The Lions announced they're building a statue of Barry Sanders. Seems weird to have a statue of a guy so elusive, right? You should do a hologram of Barry Sanders. Every time you think you got him, you come up empty. Like, oh, I thought I had a statue of Tom Brady. That makes sense. He's about as elusive as the real Tom Brady, right? It's about the same. The Barry statue should be him signing his retirement papers early because the Lions suck. It's just him like crouching down all bronze and shit, writing a thing. A statue. Is it an honor to be a lion for eternity? Is that really what you want? The NFL should do Barry a favor and put his statue outside of the stadium of a good team. Then he can tailgate a playoff game once in a while. That would be nice. Uh, <laughs> Saints beat the Raiders 24-0. That's the Hollywood good guys versus bad guys right there. Saints, Raiders, right? But in the movies, the bad guys are a threat at some point. Hey, at least the Raiders kept crashing and burning on the field. Instead of, okay, that's a joke I can't do on radio. The Raiders are like a skinny white girl. No booty. You'd think they could at least pillage a field goal or something. Their offense spent less time on the field than most streakers. Ladies and gentlemen, I need a rim shot machine in here. The Raiders treated the goal line like they're a dog with a shot color. No, no, go over there. Bzzz. The only Raiders Super Bowl this year will be the one on Mark Davis's head to cut his hair. The Raiders, the Raiders' effort was like ordering a double Whopper, large fries, and a Diet Coke. Pointless. So that was from Kevin Wilson. Did you see that was a, that was on Facebook. Some of the you got to join us on the All Pro Lines uh, social media accounts. Here, this one's from Alan Jeanette. The Raiders are so bad. 
they're thinking of firing Josh McDaniels and bringing in Frank Caliendo as John Gruden. That's a good image. That's a good joke. Let's close on this one. The early favorite for Offensive Rookie of the Year, Kenneth Walker. Offensive Rapper of the Year, pretty much settled. That one I think we've – we're pretty sure we know who that one is. Okay. All right, let's check in on the comments. We'll say hello to a few folks, and we'll bring in Glenn. Oh, Heather. Uh, Heather says, great pumpkin shirt. Thank you, man. Hey, Marge Economopoulos in here, checking out the pod. Appreciate it, Mom. Uh, Jerry Oliver, who will have more L's for the South Division, NFC or AFC South? Uh, is that a joke? Am I misreading it? It's a cold read, Jerry. Sometimes I can't understand it with a cold read. I need some time. All right, let's bring in the. Uh, we're glad you guys are here. Thanks for joining us. Let's bring in the. Uh, let's bring in our. Let's bring in our guest, our esteemed guest. You know him. You love him. He did the Falcon retrospective. He's one of my good friends from back in the beginning of time. He does the drops on the show. <laughs> there he is, Glenn Grizzard, Everybody, hello everyone. Good to see <laughs> you again. Good to see you, man. Meet no Falcons hat today. You're not flying the flag with the. <laughs> You're not buying in? Is it for I real? Would, I'm still trying to recover from those last five or ten minutes of that game. It was a little bit much. <laughs> a little much for them. I was at a Halloween thing with small child. I, I missed it all, which is probably best for me. Oh, my God. It was gut-wrenching. It was like the – I mean, there was no way we were going to win. It was so obvious <laughs> that we were going to find a way to lose that game. And <laughs> – and again, we're back to, uh, do we even want to win? I thought we were trying to lose. <laughs> it's so funny. It's the one year I've completely committed to rooting for them to lose. And uh, they're blowing it. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to go like eight and, eight and nine and That's right. make the, get a wild card. Or we're gonna <laughs> That's right. Yeah. You're going to lose to the Titans in the first round, something like that. I, I mean, no, I you play the good is, team when you're the when you're the shitty team. You're gonna lose to the yeah. It's gonna be the Niners or somebody smashing. We get the Eagles team. right off the bat. Yeah, I'm it'll sure. be the Eagles, so, the Rams, or something. Yeah. As, right. as as our old uh, history of of the Falcons told us, the Eagles were always there to squash our dreams in the playoffs. So <laughs> they 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 make a habit of it. Well, as long as we're there, are they for real? Are they as good as we think they look? I was just watching the highlights again and. Jalen Hurts puts the ball where he wants to put it. He's got time to throw the ball, and he's got the best receivers in the league. And he could just run it whenever that doesn't work out. <laughs> I mean, the, that a, A.J. Brown, I mean, I, I can never keep up with which Brown is which and which one is. He's you know, the big he's the Metcalf one. He's the big one, yeah. He's the Tennessee guy. He Well, he and Metcalf went to the same school together. They're that that picture with the with the muscles and the – and the washboard stomachs. Well, I didn't know him much. Huge. Again. He's huge. Uh, yeah, AJ Brown's for real. He's good. I man. think. I mean, if their defense holds together, their offense is going to keep scoring. Uh, yeah, have another so thirty-five points this week. One hundred and fifty-six yards on six catches for three touchdowns for Brown. That's a pretty good stat line. That's yeah. a very Brown stat line. Actually, he doesn't. Very- he doesn't get a lot of volume. He's not like the possession guy. But man, he's. He's DK-ish. He's, yeah. He catches it, and he's big and scary and strong. Yeah, man. Um, all right, so talk to me. A lot of life has happened. So you and I went on a crazy road trip, uh, loved it, ran around, enjoyed life, and then you've had a lot of things change since then. You, you moved? So I went to work in a town called Charlotte. 
and this the job was all right. I, you know, I'm a middle school teacher by trade, and I went in there and took this job as a fourth grade to sixth grade teacher at a Montessori public school. And I am not a fourth grade teacher. <laughs> Things come into my mind that you can say in front of a seventh and eighth grader, but you can't say in front of a fourth grader. And, and you know how, I mean, if I have a, if I have a flaw, it is the, it is that I will say things that come into my mind. If they are, help me out here. Stoggy, if they are what? Inappropriate. No, 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 no. Funny. Oh, if they're funny, if they're funny. Then I will say them. I'm stuck on the word if that you threw out there. <laughs> if I have a flaw. So fourth graders are not ready for the Glen. You yeah. Know, um, okay. It's it's just not a good mix. I'm a constantly on edge. You know what I mean? I'm always like, what am I gonna say the wrong thing? But you're and but this so, wrong thing for fourth graders is somehow acceptable when they're seventh graders? Yes. I mean okay. it's a, it is really mostly falls into the realm of sarcasm. Because you can't say sarcast you can say sarcastic things to eighth graders. Oh, I got you. Okay. You cannot say sarcastic things to fourth graders. They understand adult <laughs> attitude, is what you're saying. Okay. Yes. And you're actually trying to help them out and get there. Okay. But, um, All right. So um, my friend Jeff, and he was in Asheville at Asheville Middle School, and he was like, well, we got an, a, a job open for a gifted teacher here. And I'm like, I just got to Charlotte. I probably shouldn't leave just yet. But God, Charlotte sucks. <laughs> I always knew Charlotte sucked. I mean, I, I hate if we got listeners out there that just love Charlotte to death. But God, <laughs> it is one like box that. after another. It is one generic strip mall after another it is no there's no town to it Asheville I'm living in downtown Asheville now I'm looking out the window at downtown skyscrapers and not skyscrapers they're like 20 20 stories here <laughs> but uh it's it's so much better and you know everything's just kind of falling into place that to to get a kind of a, a new fresh start when I was just trying to get over Key West in the first place so right yeah you've been uh You've had a lot of changes. Yeah, but yeah. this is almost back to where I started. I mean, Boone is two hours up the road, and that's where I raised my kids for 25 years. Right. Freezing my ass off. But Asheville's, give me a size comparison. It's much bigger than Boone? It is way bigger than Boone, way smaller than Charlotte. I mean, it's it's yeah. it's a college town. It's got a college, but not a college of any consequence. But it's very college towny without okay. the college. I mean, it's very Blacksburg. It's but it's resorty for people who come from Atlanta to get away for the weekend. Yeah, you got the Grove Park true? Inn where where we had a good time one time. Yeah, Stocky was right. playing uh, opening for Mr. Don Rickles at the Grove Park Inn in Asheville one time for over a thousand people at which yeah. at the time was probably one of your biggest crowds you'd ever played in front of. Yeah, I sure, I would take it now. <laughs> and we were staying in the Macaulay Culkin Suite. <laughs> at the Grove Park Inn because that's the room he stayed in when he filmed Richie Rich there. <laughs> what? <laughs> when Macaulay Culkin filmed Richie Rich at the Biltmore Estate, they stayed at the Grove Park Inn and he stayed in the what is now the Macaulay Culkin Suite, which is where we spent the night that night wow. when you were opening for Don Rickles. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that place, I think they still do comedy. They do some crazy thing where they do... One weekend a year out of the blue, they just like bring in like seven comics and do a big like two or three nights of comedy. Um, yeah, I worked with Rickles a couple of times. You remember Dan Kaufman? You know, Dan. Yeah. 
Dan Dan Kaufman is like a family friend of Rickles. Hmm. Uh, and he was working the big room when Dan and I were working the little tiny room in Atlantic City one time. And I was on stage and Rickles was down the hall in the big theater. And I was like, why are you people in here? Rickles is right <laughs> over there. And we we finished the show and ran down and saw most of his set. And then afterwards, like we went and hung out with him backstage and he knew Dan by name. Like he he was like a he was like his buddy's kid. Like he knew him a little bit from a distance. And so we got to hang and chat with him a little bit. He was exactly what you want him to be, like warm and pointed and sharp and hilarious and ancient. Did he die? Yeah, he finally. I, I couldn't yeah. remember if he died or not. He yeah. was around forever. He had no business being that good at comedy at that age. Was, I mean, and he was edgy, edgy yeah. in a time when edgy meant something. I mean, yeah, he was edgy right. against like, I mean, he was right there. I mean, it's just like when you're working with fourth graders, you just you got the funniest <laughs> thing to say and you can just slide it in there <laughs> safely. <sighs> yeah. You want to do, you want to do racial comedy with fourth graders, <laughs> you know, put throw a little wrinkles on it. So it's okay. Everybody likes you. Uh, yeah, that's great. All right. Well, I'm glad you're settled. We uh, we had a good time. Tell me about Athens. I wish I could have gone. It, oh my goodness, we had one of those one of those wild weekends where all the all the boys and girls come back to Athens for the Georgia Auburn game. Oh, and yeah, it was exactly what you expect. But it's the 52 year old version now. It's a little quieter. <laughs> it's not not quite as many injuries. Though I did fall out of the bunk bed and hurt my chest and it still hasn't quite recovered yet so i heard tell of this please please give well, me your version <laughs> first of all i should not be in a bunk bed why why was i ever allowed into being a top of a bunk bed anyway <laughs> so well you don't you don't pick the people based on their risk factors well somebody right? should figure that in because there have been incidents in in athens before if you might recall <laughs> that i have i have gone home injured through no fault of my own as usual but based on, you know, just circumstance. <laughs> so you had had a few adult beverages and rolled out of bed to go pee and then there wasn't I, a floor there? I didn't remember it happening. Oh, Jenny okay. and Mike were in the room. Jenny remembers a loud thud in the <laughs> night and some stumbling about, but she couldn't give us any more details than that. So... Based on my CSI investigation, I feel like I went out of bed like it was a regular bed. <laughs> and it really is. If, if you've ever walked out of a bunk bed straight down to the floor, you know it is not like getting out of a regular bed. And there's a couch down here with Kurt Green on it, an old friend of the show. He's asleep on that couch, and it's a very hard back on the couch. And I go straight off the top bunk <laughs> onto the back of that couch is what I've been able to put back together based on my very slow healing process and what starts to hurt less and less. So, yeah. So yeah, just typical Georgia, um, you know, Georgia Auburn. Good fun. Yeah. Did you crack ribs? Do I have to move you down in my fantasy rankings? I think it's a bruised sternum was my biggest problem. Okay. And then a lot of, a lot of bruising in my breasts area. I mean, you have contusions. That's yes, the but luckily, luckily I had enough goop goop going in there. Just oh, slow good. it down a little bit. Yeah, that's good. You would have done better than me, probably. Oh, okay, nice. <laughs> I might not have fallen out of a bunk bed. You might not have. I mean, that is more my kind of thing. It is It is my, my repartee. <laughs> Marge chimes in. Don Rickles was not warm. 
<laughs> well, it, you, but you, when you're backstage, you can drop the character. He's just an old guy who's nice to comics. You know what I mean? That was what I mean. Mm. But yeah, his his shtick was not warmth. That's although I have to say, I was surprised his show was. I guess if I had thought about it, I could have figured it out. But it was a lot of schmaltzy, like he's singing songs about loving America. And oh, really? it's a Vegasy kind of a thing, right? So the jokes weren't the whole show. It was a lot of other things, too. But a lot of people are going to see that. I mean, right, he right, was yeah, right there. The he was, group. He's right. Rat Pack adjacent if he's not. I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. No, that's where he, <laughs> I think that's where he got famous. He, yeah, he would. He would bust Sinatra's balls over stuff. That was kind of, you know, like the like famous he was the story, one that could. The famous story about Rickles was the, the one that I always remember. I, there's a zillion of these, but there's the one that I always think is he was she was like hitting on a girl and he asked Frank like in a different space, like, could you just come over? Just say hi. Just, you know, just 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 come over and let her see that I know you. That's all. Just like just one minute. That's all I ask. And then Frank comes over to do him this favor, and he stands up and goes, Frank, can't you see? I'm with people. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I don't think we ever really got the whole Frank Sinatra thing. I think he was pretty much done by the time we came along. We got the Joe Piscopo version of him, but he was the stud of all studs. I mean, right, right, of that era, yeah. Pre Elvis, pre Elvis. About the same contemporary with Elvis? About the only one that was hanging at the same level? Well, that's a good question. I don't know. I watched that Elvis movie. It was fun. I mean, Yeah, me too. I went with my kid. I was was surprised I enjoyed it. There's no story. No. I mean, it's just, yeah, it's rocking out. It's a Beatles movie. (laughs) It's the the movie version of a documentary. It's But uh, it's kind of fun to see Tom Hanks as a bad guy-ish. That was weird. That was a weird character. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I think Colonel Tom was a weird character. So I think, of course, as usual, he played he played he it off perfectly. Yeah, he nailed it. Right. That's how he does. All right. A fantasy trade. You and I made a fantasy trade. We're in a league together. Our old league. We've been in Georgia Roots football has been going on for. It probably doesn't start with a three, but it's damn close. It's not 30 years, but it's 25. I know there was a 1993. Really, really goes back into all the way back to 93, 94, 95. Before we were, me, and you guys did a few yeah. years of you had Marshall Falk and Kurt. Me Warner and Mike did it in Boston. Me and Mike did it, and uh, we all did it in Austin. That was the same league. We and then were just my still first player out of the newspaper. Edger and James, you dropped him because you already, you, it was a two keeper league at that time. And I had Warner and Falk. That's right. You had to pick between two of those three. And you let Edger and go, and he was my first pick, and I had him for years. He was amazing. Yeah, yep, that was your fan, your expansion year into the that, league. That's right. Uh, so that league's yeah, been so, around forever. And, and, and over the course of that time, we did make a huge trade before where I had Reggie Bush coming in in my first-round draft pick, and you had Reggie Wayne as your your top keeper, and we swapped those two. And that right. was like made my team for the next five years, and Reggie Bush ended up at Wendy's. <laughs> It's a bit of an exaggeration, but I will I will concede to you that you won that trade because your team it just gelled with your team and Reggie ended up being fine, but not not the superstar that we had all thought he could be. So yeah, you you won that trade for sure. Okay, so we just had a big trade. We don't this is not a league that does a lot of trading, but it is a keeper league, and so you can 
you know, I had Calvin Johnson for every snap of his NFL career. I drafted him before he played and I had him, you know, every singles all the way through. It's kind of fun to find a stud and hold on to him for a decade. Um, and so you and I just made a kind of a blockbuster trade by our standards, right? Because I thought I was getting a guy that was going to be that Calvin Johnson and the Falcons decided to use him as poorly as I've ever seen a, a weapon used in history. So Kyle Fitz was my number one draft pick, number one overall, because I was last place going into the draft. So I had first round pick and that was number one first round pick after the five keepers were taken out by 12 teams. Right. So you had Kyle Pitts from the year prior. You kept him for this year. And of course, the Falcons are down 21 nothing to the Bengals. And they're like, you know what we should do is run the ball and see if we can use eight minutes. <laughs> they're continuing to run the ball even when it makes no fucking sense whatsoever. Uh uh, so, but I, but I, my team was starting to really suck. I was, I was and three this year. So I started looking around, like, is there a way I could trade something and have somebody that be excitable about next year? Uh, and your team was surprisingly crazy. Great to start the season. Uh, you got some also coming off there. last place two years yeah, in a row. But Saquon Barkley and, uh, Lamar Jackson and Stefan Diggs, your team's like poised to win now. So I, I propose to you, I give you TJ Hawkinson, right, to fill in your your tight end spot, and I give you Mike Evans, who's been one of my keepers, one of my favorite players forever. Um, he can help you win now. I can't win now. So I take Kyle Pitts, and I can have him if it works for, you know, seven, eight, nine years maybe. Uh, I knew this wasn't going to be the year, not with this offense, but they get a better quarterback. They get a different coach, long run in, in fantasy. I, th- I feel like it's a win-win. Your team's gotten better, and my team is uh, my team has weirdly gotten better because of some other things that are going on. Um, but uh, Kyle Pitts is going to be fine, just not this season. That's my that's I, my. Team. I don't know if he's going to be fine in Atlanta. I could see him. I mean, like they don't even know what they're doing with him. He he should touch the ball 10 times a game at minimum. At minimum. Yeah, he's definitely got the skills to be a Travis Kelsey. And line player. him up on the outside. Line him up in the backfield. Brock Bowers him. Is anybody watching Georgia? We can, yeah. we can show you how to use a tight end. Right, he yeah. Brock, he is Brock Bowers quality. He's like the only other one out there. Tony no, Gonzalez I, in his prime and Travis Kelsey. No, I totally agree. I think he's got all the potential to be a superstar, and he's in a system that it's all high T. Let's show everybody we can run the ball every down for no reason. Um, I think that'll change over time. I don't think it's a sustainable system. Well, I'd and, love to see Corderell come back and and you know do what he's been doing and take us to a ten and seven and you know not embarrassing entry into the playoffs. But right, I don't think we're going to the playoffs. <laughs> The defense yeah. is just not good it's enough. It's just going to be disappointing either way. You don't even want to go to the playoffs. <laughs> but it would be fun to beat Tom Brady in the division and ruin his last year in the NFL. That's Explain what happened to Deion Jones. What happened to him? They traded him. Well, yeah, but, I mean, what? why was he ever on the block? He was our heart of our defense. Was it just expensive? I think he was expensive, and when you get into a spot, Andreas explained this to me a little bit. He's a better one to ask, but I think what happened was he ended up being more expensive than you want sort of in the long run, and he's a useful thing now, so he has some value. So you, you can get some value back and offload the money, and then you, when you're rebuilding next year, you kinda, you're going without him. Which I, I And then you're like, in first place and don't have a defense. I know. It's, it's, I, but, they, but if they can win now – 
They got forty million dollars tied behind their backs. Mm-hmm. They're paying Matt Ryan and Julio Jones. It's a crappy division right now. I mean, we are in the lead of of the worst division. It's it's easily the worst division. The Falcons are at five hundred and have clear clear first place. <laughs> There's no reason for them to be at 500. Although they come, while they were in the game with the Rams that Andreas and I went to. San they're, Francisco they're... is also four and four. <laughs> Maybe we're just as good as that San Francisco team. No, that's not. <laughs> no, no. The San Francisco team was like crazy beat up and injuries everywhere. And now they're getting back together. And they added Christian McCaffrey. That, that, team's, that team's set to win now. Hmm. And they're if the boss is well, and that they're going to be fine. I was putting my bet out there. Did you want to segue into uh, some kudos? Yeah, let's do it. Let's uh, see here. Taps on the back. 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 This is our only drop that doesn't feature you. Yeah, I could have gotten in there. I think it would have meshed well with the keep. It would have, it would have been great. I'm, I'm off. I'm often really, you know, I do a lot of mashups on my some of my rap tracks, and Is that right? um, so. <laughs> uh, all right, I'll do kudos to the Bills. They're the first team. It feels like forever. There's the first team that just seems completely unstoppable this year. You know, like, I feel like when we were kids, there would always be a team like that. It was just like the odds on unstoppable favorite. And I feel like there's more parody in the modern universe. And this team feels like a for real old school, unstoppable juggernaut. Their defense is good. Their offense is completely amazing. They're, they're making good play calls. They've got the spirit about them. They've got superstars on both sides of the ball. Josh Allen's probably the best quarterback in the NFL right now. Um, and he's got this sort of hmm, je ne sais quoi. Uh, he's awesome. Kudos to the Bills. They look they look like they're the, they're the real deal. They're fun to watch. There is a lot of talent. How were if they were allowed to have Von Miller, just like the Rams were allowed to have Von Miller last year? It was like it's not fair that they get Von Miller. <laughs> I agree. I I have the same thing about the, the, the Rams. There's a few of these teams that just seem to pull money out of their ass and add superstars, even like mid-season. Sometimes. While the Falcons are sitting on $46 million of rotten eggs, right? They can just go out and, and sign Von Miller and uh, Odell Beckham and go right. to the Super Bowl. Ugh, it's crazy. But the, the, the Bills are, are unbelievable. They're paying for a guy to play on another team, and he's not even good enough to play on that team this year. It's not even fair. It seems like we're playing two different games. But here's the here's the hope. The Falcons are actually making the decision to spend all that dead cap money this year instead of kick it down the road for another four years, a little bit here, a little bit there. They're finally like, no, we're eating it now. Yeah. And then maybe next year we can get a Von Miller out of the blue for no reason because <laughs> we want to. Anyway. So anyway, the Bills look great. They are they are in, fully deserving, and I'm sure they will get their kudos again before the year's out. Stefan Diggs is doing wonders for my fantasy team. Yes, I won't I won't say what my fantasy team's called because, um, <laughs> but um, right, we're uh, I did want to. Okay, so Bills Bills get your kudos. I have my kudos split three ways, but it starts with put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. What? Who was the last 
running back to win the most valuable player award in the NFL. Huh. That's a fun game. We have a quiz time segment coming up. You I know, save it? I'm throwing this one in because it goes with my kudos. Okay. Um, so usually it's a quarterback. It's almost always a quarterback for the last Nine 20 out of 10. years. Um, who's the most recent superstar? I'm going to say, oh, I'm, kind of, I'm I've got Adrian Peterson in my head and I've got Ladanian Tomlinson in my head. Am I, am I in the right universe here? They both won MVPs and Adrian was the last one in 2012. Oh, wow. Hey, look at me. Well I'm, done. I'm well done. So I'm going to take my kudos and I'm going to split them three ways between three running backs. Okay. One, Kamara. 62 yeah. rushing yards and a touchdown, 96 receiving yards and two touchdowns. Yeah, he, he looked like the real old Kamara this week, finally. Against, uh, what may be one of the worst teams. I think we really overrated the Raiders going into this season. They are. I didn't. I have a running bet with my DJ in Albuquerque. He said they were going to be uh, – they were going to win this division. I was like, "This first of all, you're out. Of, this is the one of the best divisions in the history of the NFL, and they're easily the fourth best team in it." And so we have, a, we settled on if they finish in the top two in the division, he wins. <laughs> they're not, there's just no chance. I, well, I'm definitely winning this one. I'm not putting Denver up on any pedestals either. No, Denver sucks, but they're they're so much better than the Raiders, and they're the third best team in the in the division. Okay, my second uh, of my my three prong uh, running back kudos. Yep. And as I have to almost kind of suck it up and uh, hold the vomit down a little bit. Uh oh. Tony Pollard <laughs> of the Dallas Cowboys. Yeah, he looks good. <sighs> I mean, we don't even allow to allow our teams to have Cowboys on them in our fantasy league. That's right. So if we, there, we, if there. If there were any other owner, it would be obvious to the owner that you start a different running back going forward. But uh, Tony Pollard is a machine. He is he flies through the line. He flies up the sidelines. He's yeah. so much better than Ezekiel Elliott. He's quietly been great. Fantasy nerds like have been rooting for Zeke to get out of the way for two years now. So yeah, he's quietly been great for a while. I, Three I, touchdowns for him too. Yeah. And yep. to round out the three, 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 I know Christian is- McCaffrey yeah. with a passing touchdown, a receiving touchdown and a rushing touchdown in the game. Right. What a fantasy stallion. I believe he used to be on your team, didn't he? Kostaki? <laughs> he did. I traded him away. <laughs> That's a good move. Yeah. <laughs> He's had a lot of downtime, though, and he will ha- continue to have a lot of downtime because he plays with this reckless abandon that is going to get him hurt every single week. Yeah. How much yeah, pain he wants to play in is the issue. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Okay, let's do a few plugs, and we'll get on to another segment here. Uh, right. i got some great, great gigs coming up. Farmington and Albuquerque this weekend. New Mexico bound, baby, and I'm driving. It's going to be an adve- old school adventure to just drive all day. Play Hater Shiprock for me. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, we've had some good times out that way. Uh, Farmington's been so good to me. It makes no sense. That is a that is a, an interesting place. It's uh, you would I wouldn't pick there to live either, if I'm being <laughs> honest with you. It's a lot of strip malls and oil working and this it's a gritty place and for a good place reason, to come out and laugh 
for whatever reason, that show has always been fun. There's some hardcore Bob and Tom fans in that part of the world. <clears throat> and uh, and the bar is at the airport. Have you ever even heard of that? You don't go through security, but it's at the airport. And it's the neighborhood bar. Like, like most of the people who are in there are not going to the airport. <laughs> it makes no sense. And it's awesome. Uh, all right. Sioux Falls coming up. Nevada, Iowa. I just confirmed I'm doing um, uh, water, not Watertown. Help me, Glenn. Waterford. Waterford. Michigan, suburban Detroit. And then I'm doing uh, Acme for New Year's week uh, in Minneapolis. I'm very excited about that. And then I got some cool Indiana stuff coming up. I'm doing Terre Haute uh, on the other side in uh, 2023. And uh, yeah, a couple of other Indiana gigs that elude me. Anyway, go to Kostaki.com and find all that stuff. Get a shirt. All pro line shirts. Uh, my buddy Heather just sent me a picture of her wearing her shirt. Uh, she looks great in it. She went with the, the vintage green. Good choice. Uh, I also recommend the Heather Red. Glenn and I each have one of those. Uh, I didn't wear it this time. I, I yeah, I know. I had the same thing. I, I wanted to go Halloween. I'm seasonal <laughs> AF over here. Um, your dad's having a birthday. You don't know what to get, Dad. Spend a few bucks, and it's very few. You'd be surprised how little the number is. Uh, and have me roast his favorite NFL team and wish him a happy birthday on Cameo. That's what you do. Then it's fun and it's memorable and it's cheap and it's easy. And you don't have to go buy anything that he doesn't want. Okay. Uh, he's your dad's favorite comedian. Come on. That's right. <laughs> How many beautiful women want to tell me that after the show? <laughs> My dad loves you. Uh, monkey knife fight. Come join us. Monkey knife fight. Prop bets. They're fun. You bet on this and a little bit of this and you over and under this and not this. It's not fantasy and it's not traditional sports betting. It's all the pro weird prop stuff. And it's super easy to do. And if you use the code All Pro Lines, they'll throw in an extra 100% uh, bonus match up to 100 bucks. So that's nice. That's what you want to do. Uh, all right, let's go. Uh, let's go do another one of our little segments. But now it's time for which comes first. Oh yes, it's time for which comes first. Now tell me, will this happen before that happens? It's time for which comes first. <laughs> I remember sitting in Key West recording that over and over and over again, trying to hit them just right. And finally, Aaron was just like, let's just leave it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great image. Did you get it right? I, it's kind of, it's the pregnant Paul. I think it's just right. It took me a while. I think it's my trademark. It. It's a trademark thing. Yeah. I warmed up to it. Don't, don't mess with the, don't mess with the gene. I love it. That's beautiful. Okay. This one's simple. We'll do it quick and we'll get on to some quizzes. Uh, Falcons playoff win or Buccaneers playoff win? Which comes first, Glenn? <sighs> Will either one Falcons of those happen this year is the first wave of the questions. The Falcons are not going to win a playoff game. They might make a playoff game. Brady, if he makes a playoff game, has every chance in the world of winning the playoff game. So I I'm agree with everything with you've said Bucks. so far. So, so I'm going to go with the Bucks. I th I'm going to go the other way. <clears throat> I'll okay. be contrarian on this one because I think, one. I think I think you're right. If the Buccaneers get into the playoffs, they have a good chance of winning one. <clears throat> but I think there's a chance they're done. I think that if they oh, they around, very well could go six and eleven. If they flounder around like they've been floundering around, they ain't making the playoffs. And even if they do, they could easily lose that one. And I think the Falcons are going to have 40 extra million dollars next year and a coach that's sort of reinvigorated the team and maybe a new quarterback. I say Falcons because okay. the Bucs are going to suck next year when Brady's gone and oh. whatever. 
I think. Why would he be gone? Because <laughs> he's not what, good at football what's he anymore. Got to do? <laughs> he's 45. He's got a giant contract. He's going to announce teams. He's going to be the next Tony Romo everybody loves. It'd if only fun. he was attractive, he might have I a know. chance. He's going to be like Joe Montana. He's going to be around for 50 years doing commercials. <laughs> he's never going to go away this fucking All game. right, I'll still take him for this year. I will not put that bet into next year. Can't all right, all right, kids, put your thinking caps on. It's quiz time. All right, some of these you might know. Some of these you might have actually didn't know, but you heard them in some of the media this week, and that's okay. We'll just use that as a jumping-off point to talk. So McCaffrey passing, receiving, and rushing touchdowns in the same game. Last player to do that. Did you happen to see it? I remember seeing it, but I had had a couple of beers by that time. <laughs> 2005. Um, Passing, Mark- receiving, well, and Thomason. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, point. Okay. Now, now we're going deeper. Only two other players since the merger have done this. Who were those two guys? Gotta be running backs, right? Maybe a wide receiver. I'm gonna tell you the facts. It's one All of right. each. All right. Which is kind of weird that there's a receiver who did this. That one's obscure, but the running back you could get. I was going to guess like a Tony Dorsett, Franco Harris kind of somebody. And uh, I mean, Jim Brown? Well, a little, little more modern. Okay. L- old school, but not that old. Franco Harris era? Yeah, that's the right universe. Uh, a dolphin? No, a little newer. Maybe, maybe, I got, maybe I'm saying yes to Franco Harris and getting the time mm. screwed up. A little newer mm. than that. Like our youth. All right. Bubba Bean. Sweetness. Walter Payton, I saw it. Of course. I can see him throwing the ball, too. And the the talent in the world. All the the talent that ever was. Yeah, he was great. The fourth one is super obscure, but I do remember this game for some reason. It might have been at the beginning of fantasy for me, and I remember this guy had, like, the most ridiculous game of his life. David Patton for the Patriots. Wow. Remember him? Yeah, vaguely. I remember always kind of tossing him on and off my fantasy team. That's right. He wasn't really a superstar, but he had one hell of a day. But one day. <laughs> one day. Like Flipper Anderson. It all fell together. All right, but we did some jokes about Barry Sanders. He played for 10 years. How many of those seasons did he eclipse 1,000 yards rushing? Well, 89 through obvious. 98. Seems obvious to say 10 out of 10, so I'm going to say 9 out of 10. The answer is 10 out of 10. <laughs> I'll smarter myself. <laughs> That's amazing, and that doesn't even count receiving yards. One of them, at least one of them, was two thousand one. Uh, boy, I don't know the answer to that. Maybe he definitely was. Where do you put him if you're ranking him all time? I mean, as far as the guy on the field that you don't want to tackle at his prime. I mean, yeah. Earl Campbell was scarier. That's a different um, thing. Barry it's Sanders. Category. Yeah. Yes, Barry Sanders will slip and slide, and you will not even touch him. You won't touch but, him, right? And Peyton had those two things together. And Earl will touch you. That's no good. Yes, Earl will <laughs> shove your face into the dirt. You never want a guy named Earl to touch you. That's a good rule of thumb. <laughs> I mean, I was watching those Derrick Henry highlights this weekend, too. He is just – he is a beast. He is a, a force unto himself. Good segue. Derrick Henry had a 200-yard rushing game, which makes six games like that on his career, which ties him first all time with two other running backs. 
Eric Dickerson. Oh, that's a good guess. No, no, no. Ah. Six 200-yard rushing games. That's not Eric combined Sanders. yardage. That's just the rushing part. No, not, not Barry Sanders. Walter Payton. No. God damn it. <laughs> Narrow it down. Uh, our youth, our adulthood. One of them was uh, 10-ish years ago, and one was our very Adrian early Peterson. youth. That's right. Adrian Peterson. He's got a lot of them them, them records. Um, yep. Two, six 200-yard games. Not Eric Dickerson. No. Oh, it's got Emmett Smith. Oh, that's a good. That's the guess I had when I saw this. But I started reading this stat because I was like, "Oh, I want to use it." I bet it's Emmett Smith. Nope. Further All back. Right, tell me. Further back. Um, I'm trying to think of a hint that doesn't completely mm. give it away. <laughs> uh, How many doors that? Uh, no. Buffalo Bills. O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> Cut to right. yeah, it's an interesting group to be a part of. Derek Henry, Adrian Peterson, and OJ Simpson. Goodness Six two hundred yard games. He was really good before he started killing the people. Yeah, he's really good. That's why they let him kill people. I think <laughs> if you're really good at something, they let you get away with. Well, so apparently the NFL running back has always been a little more on the lenient side. <laughs> Looking at you, Ray Rice. <laughs> All right, one last little quiz question for you. Who leads the NFL right now in total QBR? 11-2 and two over his last 13 starts. This one shocked me. Kirk Cousins. Halfway through. Oh, that's a good, that's a good shocking guess. Nope. Yes. So it's not Josh Allen. It's not Patrick Mahomes. It's not Pat, Aaron Rodgers. Nope. It's definitely not Aaron Rodgers. Daniel Jones. Jalen Hurts. Uh, no, no, no. It's got to be somebody that's winning. Lamar? It's a, uh, no. <clears throat> it's someone who yeah. broke your heart in college. Dan Marino. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that was 1981. It's someone who um, broke your heart in college five years ago. Okay. Four. Oh, Tua? Tua has the best QBR right now. What the hell? What? I know. It makes no sense in my brain. He's been halfway dead for two of the last four weeks. <laughs> I know. Well, they don't count you not playing. You know, they you don't get you don't rack up any ranking when you're flat yeah, on your yeah. back you're and not you don't know what points world for being you're concussed. in. Right. <laughs> as long as you're good when you're playing, they st- that, that's how they count. Mm. I know. He's got two of the best receivers, but still, yeah. I didn't think he was. I didn't buy it. That was another trade I made this year. I traded uh, Tyreek Hill. Uh, away for um, hmm, this would be good if I knew the man's name. The uh, the second uh, Bengals receiver. Oh, not Jamar, but uh, the yeah. other one. Why am I stuck on that? Hmm. And the one and before Boyd, um, the other yeah, Louisiana right. guy. <laughs> what in the hell is the matter with my brain? Okay, I'm gonna look it up because I'm embarrassed. Give me a sec. T Higgins. T. Higgins. T. Higgins. Because, again, because I thought my team, this wasn't the year. So you trade away the guy who's hot now and get the guy who's going to be hot for several years, right? Plus, yeah. I wasn't sold on the Tua thing. I thought this whole thing could implode. Well, Tua throws a lot of balls shorter than they need to go. And Tyreek seems to be really good at stopping 
on the pattern and turning around and going back and grabbing those when he doesn't get called for interference on or you know interference called against him. Tyreek is so good. I just didn't know for sure if it was going to translate to this season with Tua and, and the and the new team and the whole thing. And well, I'm not sold on that team at all. I mean, I don't the see they're not going to the playoffs for sure. What they're five and three, five and three. There's, they're at least twice as good as the Falcons. Who are. else is five and three? The New York Jets. <laughs> Did you see those highlights? Yeah. Did you see Zach Wilson collapse? They look great in black, by the way. I love yeah. that black uniform. I like I like it too. I like the black helmet. Zach looks a little weak in the as he's trying to throw the ball away and throws it an interception on the sideline. Yeah, he's he uh, had he had a couple of very embarrassing interceptions. Yeah, I agree. Every team should have a black helmet. The Cardinals helmets with the black and the black shirt look cool too. Well, and the and the Bears have gone the other way. They got their wacky orange helmet. I don't know about the orange ones. That is a two lot weeks in a row with the crazy. You look like a construction barrel out there. What are you doing? And what was Dallas doing? Choosing to play in their blue? That was weird. Yeah, they're weird. Yeah. They're weird. They look um, good. Yeah, every team should have a black helmet. I want to see uh, even the teams that doesn't make any sense. They should force it once and see what it looks like. Cowboys. Like, like the Dolphins. Yeah, that would be preposterous. The Dolphins would be rough. <laughs> I want to see a. I want to see a black alternate Dolphins uniform. Black Patriots would be good. All right. I, I want to see all of them. Yeah. What Maybe with that least... old snapping the ball Patriot guy. You're right. Like Cowboys and Packers it would just seem like sacrilege, but it, it would look like a crazy Oregon game. But I'd, wanna, I'd like to see it once. Or Georgia-Boise State. <laughs> Remember that thing in the Georgia Dome when Georgia was in the silver and the half silver helmets and the Boise State had the big giant horse on theirs and – no, oh, I don't worst, remember that. It was the worst uniform ever. It was all silver. Helmet all the way down through jersey. And Andreas remembers it, I'm sure. Oh my goodness. <laughs> it was horrible. So they've got so they've got away from that. They a, a team We had that color rush period. Experiment briefly and then they're like, "No, we're traditional kind of thing and we're not we're not we're never going to out Oregon Oregon. Let's just do us, right?" Yeah. I want to throw in another another kudo that I forgot. DeAndre Hopkins was a very pleasant return to my my uh, deep deep roster this weekend. Your team looks good, man. I hope you win it all with Evans. If it's not me, your your team's fun to root for. You got a lot of stars. And on that in that um, Arizona Minnesota game, which was a good game, there was a, a a punt return that the guy just let go right through his hands, and it went right between his legs. He had it between his legs. And then he's just descended upon by the by the kicking team. They're just smashing his head this way, his body this way, is twisting. Can you do anything you want to do during a fumble? Is there are, are there any penalties ever called during a fumble? Because he they could have ripped his legs off, and it didn't seem like it would have made any difference. I think once you're not in the uh, whatever it is, the halo, if you give him a chance to try to catch it, I'm once not he even fails, talking about I'm talking about whenever the ball is on the ground and it is loose, is there ever a penalty called? Can you rip somebody's helmet off by oh, the face yeah. mask? I mean, Can you just anybody pull them away from the ball? Yeah, they're dragging wow. him. They're pushing, slamming him, get him away from the ball. Somebody else is jumping on the ball. I don't know. I think there's got to be some kind of rule, but it doesn't seem like anything is ever called. <laughs> 
I mean, can you just kick them in the balls and just like gouge their eyeballs out? It's funny to me that we've we've always accepted like the the once there's a pile, like whatever happens under there is totally acceptable behavior. <laughs> It's like we don't know who's going to come out with the ball. Like you can't figure out who had the ball when the pile started. Have you ever seen a penalty called after a fumble? It was like during the fumble, um, that guy ripped his whole head off. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I don't think I ever have. So I would like to, I would like some clarification on that. Maybe we can get something <laughs> from the Peanut Gallery on, on whether there is any kind of rule at all. <laughs> uh, by the way, Jerry chimed in and said. Could you guys look any more single with your backdrops? It's, hilarious. <laughs> it's my Ecuador. <laughs> you got an Ecuadorian. What's not a flag? What is that? A tapestry? Yeah. Let me show you downtown Asheville. All right. That's nice. the view out my window now. I want to come hang out there. We'll go drink beers. It's awesome. It's a little chilly for you, but we'll get used to it. It's not oh, Key yeah. West. I forgot that. How chilly is it? It is um today is like a high in the mid sixties. No, oh, that's fine. Yeah, but that's that's a warm day. It's early yet. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm gonna go get my shit together. And yeah, we gotta a, go get some candy. Guy had to take trick a four year old trick or treating, and hang briefly with a fourteen year old who would then want to move on without me. That's how mm-hmm. life goes. Turns out they like chocolate. Get you know, keep her getting that chocolate. Okay. All right. Uh, don't forget the gigs, shirts, cameo, monkey knife fight. Uh, join us on the social media platforms. Help us write some jokes. We do caption contests, whatever. Share stuff. Share the word. Thanks so much for listening, guys. We love you. Thank you, Glenn. Always good to talk to you, man. Love you, man. Take it easy, guys. See y'all, Pro Lines World. <laughs>